0: You're listening to Megiddo Radio. Megiddo Radio is a radio ministry of Megiddo Media. For more, visit our website at megidoradio.com. That's megidoradio.com.
1: Welcome, everybody. This is Paul Flynn with Megiddo Radio for Monday the 16th of May, 2022. Thank you all for tuning in. On this program, we're going to be dealing with Dave Rubin, and uh, his recent appearance on Candace Owens, and they talk about, well, if you're not aware of Dave Rubin, Dave Rubin is the host of the Rubin Report, and in that, he does some very good interviews, okay, and Dave Rubin is a homosexual okay, fairly well known in right-wing politics in the United States, Uh, would be on Fox News quite regularly, and um, would know Glenn Beck quite well, Ben Shapiro, other people like that, and the the thing that I want to highlight by playing this clip is not so much a critique of surrogacy and IVF, which, okay, there are problems with that, but. This is not really the, the issue, the main issue at hand here, you know, for me covering this. It's mainly to do with the dangers of placing party politics and pragmatic politics above that of the gospel and above that of having a Christian ethic in society and trying to be an influence of, with the, the the law of God to be promoted in society and to wherever we are and wherever we have influence to to try to influence those in power, pray for those in power, uh, try to petition those in power. I think there's two kind of dangers. One where we were like, well, politics is all dangerous, so we don't have anything to do with it any touch of it is so dangerous and then we're so anti there's there's groups like this they're so anti uh, the right wing that they actually start sympathizing with a lot of the left-wing woke talking points and there's people like that even this, this has even affected parts of the church as well so there's a danger with going too reactionary against this but there's also the danger, the danger which I'm gonna be pointing out here, which is of placing pragmatic politics because we we respect these people in various areas, and we think, oh, I agree with you on this area, and then oh and then tends to trickle into other areas. We as Christians should be thinking about as much as possible, where possible. Without compromising, with help by the Spirit of God, to promote truth, Christian ethics in society, the basically law of God, and in its application in society, and then, and to not be drawn and go in the direction which a number have now we're going to play this clip uh, might be putting this on youtube because well, we'll, we'll see how things go let's play
2: i think that it, there's no question that the conservative side is much more tolerant and able to have a, a civil conversation and say i respectfully disagree with this one thing but i see you as a human being and this is i'm going to treat you like a human being and it, it kind of jumps into this and, and i know this is you've probably talked about this ad nauseum.
1: yeah but Just to give you a sense of the disagreement here, this is two sexually deviant men who are trying to create a family, obviously artificial against nature and everything else. By the way, um, two men can't come together and have a baby. It it requires uh, a woman. This is the thing. Nature tells you a man and a woman. There's a father and a mother. And these are the parents. the children. Now, of course there are exceptions, you know, when tragedy strikes and perhaps one of the parents dies or something like that, and and perhaps, you know, there's wonderfully adoption, but you but there is still there's the father and the mother in the home. If we lose that, where is? Well, what are we willing to stand for anymore? Oh well, you're for freedom, so therefore we can just we can disagree on this. This is so monumentally unsettling that it has gotten to this stage with someone like Candace Owens, who I would agree with on a number of different issues. Look, if this stuff was being talked about in the Young Turks which is not really, really terrible stuff, or um, you know, CNBC or whoever, probably wouldn't even mention it. If it was talked about in the BBC, I probably wouldn't even talk about this. But this is this is the conservative side. And Candace Owens is also influential over here. I live in Northern Ireland, and yes. And a lot of the time, maybe, you know, and a lot of things she talks about, I will agree with her 90, 95% of the time don't sometimes agree with the way she puts it forward. But um, most of the time, I will agree with her on a lot of things that she is saying. But we have to have a moral standard. And we have to have somehow that we can say, hey, this is right or this is wrong. And it's not right and wrong com- because, because based on my opinion, based upon the law of God. Once we lose this, well... The family's gone because then it's your preference. Then it's, well, do you, how many, you know, what kind of way? This is, this is, um, reminds me of that quote from Marsha Giesen, the, the LGBT activist who kind of wanted to destroy the nuclear family. And this is now happening within the conservative movement. You can you even go to the conservative movement at this point because what's it conserving? <laughs> what's it conserving? Well, just to do whatever you want. Wasn't that the 1960s? Uh, can somebody correct me on that? Um, and, and the people who are congratulating Dave Rubin, or, the, you know, the Blaze and others, this, if this is what we do with freedom, freedom has become an idol. Now, obviously, we sh- tyranny and oppression is wrong and evil as well, okay? But it can't be freedom at all costs. And the freedom we have in society, it must be built about biblical freedom, not licentiousness, not just the slavery of sin. That's a slavery, that's not freedom at all. Because the current views of freedom is, well, it would be wrong to have laws against homosexuality. It would be wrong to have laws, according to modern views of freedom on on the right, I'm talking about now. It would be wrong to have... And why? Based on what? Well, because that's the way we like it, and I have... And they'll say, well, I have a gay friend, and he's nice. And I'll grant you, Dave Rubin is probably one of the best interviewers out there. I've listened to a number of his interviews, the the Rubin Report. And up until this, I probably would have been willing, not that I'm ever going to be asked, but I probably would have been willing to go on something like that and be interviewed. I mean, if he's willing to hear the gospel, I suppose I could, as long as you're willing to challenge him, he is very friendly. He's not like somebody who's going to spit in your face or get aggressive or anything like that. He's He's really a unicorn in a lot of ways, and people like him. And I get why people like him. I get it from a human point of view. However, with all that said, we must be primarily concerned about the glory of God as Christians, if we're claiming to be Christians. Now, the conservative movement will sometimes agree with biblical ethics sometimes and that's okay if we want to share on video i don't think that's being obsessed with politics or any of that kind of thing i know some people perhaps in their past they were and all it's not easy to be balanced it's not we all struggle with it but we must be soaked in our bibles in prayer And then, when we do come into the world, we can't take ourselves out of the world, though we have a better sense of how to deal with it. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we don't know, but we must be at least seeking to be biblically guided, not based upon the principle of freedom at all costs. And not putting party political politics... The Republicans in this case versus Democrats, or we could have it over in England, which is the conservatives versus Labour. And I understand because you gravitate toward, you know, somebody like, you know, over in England, say Boris Johnson, as bad as he is. And then you look at, okay, a couple of years ago was Jeremy Corbyn, who is basically a a communist who had massive terrorist sympathies, and you're like, please don't put this man into power. Now, Keir Starmer is now the leader of the Labour Party, and and they're all massively into the woke stuff in the Labour Party. So you're comparing the two sides, you go, well, as bad as the Conservative side is, well, I'd go with them. And we start to make excuses for it. And there was something that, okay, a couple of decades ago, if you were living out of wedlock... As a leader of some political leader in in England, the UK, that would be a, a scandal. But before Boris Johnson got married, he was living with his den- then girlfriend, whose name escapes me right now. He's now current wife. So there's things that we are just accepting because, well, we just want freedom. We just want to be left alone. You can't start off as a Christian. I've heard people argue like this. You can't, as a Christian, just come with this principle of just leave me alone. No. That's just you trying to avoid suffering. avoid And just leave me alone so I can just guide along and be... No, that's not honoring to God at all. Okay? And look, and again, at the same time, we don't involve ourselves in... Every single political debate. That that is not wise. But when we do have influence. And we do have a voice. In some way shape or form. It's not going to be the same for everybody. In your work situation. It may be wise to speak. It may not be wise to speak. It really just depends. In your situation. Where you find yourself. But if you can. Promote. And uphold the truth. Because we can't just say, well, you know, Dave Rubin, he's nice. He's not harming anyone, is he? Well, he is. Now, it's against God. That's the main thing. You know, uh, Psalm 51, verse 4. Against thee, the only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight. Okay? So, it's against God, first and foremost. But on top of that, it is horrible to those children, those two boys. It's, they are not fit parents. So how do you know he's a nice guy? Yeah, for an interview and things like that, yeah. But what do I know about him? Sexually deviant. Doing sexual perverse things under his roof. In a, could you call it a union, that is unholy and ungodly and wretched and contrary to nature. They are the two people who are going to be nurturing these two children. Yeah, it's pretty harmful for them.
2: But it was such a fascinating thing to see you kind of go through the ringer uh, with your announcement on surrogacy, and I gave my opinion on the show, but I felt like when you made that announcement, suddenly you became a conduit. It really wasn't about you, but there was this much larger debate happening in the conservative movement about surrogacy and what it means, and, you know, Ali Stuckey was kind of deep diving on what happens in this industry. Most people don't even know about this. It's so, you know, it's so new in America. And within America, like the surrogacy process is a lot different than it is overseas, which is something that I learned when I went to England. Um, what was it like going through that and, and, you know, just making this amazing announcement where, you know, this life, two boys are going to be born and seeing this side. And then also seeing the left want to dunk on that of like, oh, this is what he gets for having friends that are on the right. What was it like going through it?
3: Well, there were like so many different layers of it. So let me just hit the last one first, because all of the tolerant lefties were seemingly so thrilled to tell me how the people on the right hated me. It's like, well, are you guys showing me tolerance? I didn't get any love or affirmation from you guys. Now, the irony, of course- Now,
1: a lot of was happening here is, again, comparing and saying, Aha, you see, look, uh, we're better than the other side. This is moralizing. This is, this is what our lost neighbors and friends will do. And this is a dangerous thing. that we get into we would just say well I'm bad but I'm not as bad as so and so well look at the left Mm, we're we're a lot more tolerant and all this kind of stuff it's self-righteousness clothing yourself in self-righteousness based on what? a vile act you know not even look at the complexities of surrogacy and all that uh, there's obviously moral problems with that and probably other other people have discussed on this and, but at the end of the day you have this situation where two sexually even men are putting themselves up as the legal guardians of two other children before you get into the IVF and all the other problems that there's there there's other things that can be said as well Just that by itself. Oh, or pro-life. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pro-life as in, okay, now that they're there, preserve that life. Yeah, of course. Um, it's, it's. And this is on the right. And... I don't know if this is the way Candace Owen wanted to put it forward, but it's like, oh, pff, Ali Stuckey, oh, how dare she kind of question. Um, I don't know, I haven't seen Ali Stuckey's critique or anything like that, but come on. How long have you been in the you know, conservative movement that you're not going to think this is going to be a bit controversial The problem was it wasn't at all. That's that's the major problem. Um, It wasn't controversial at all, except for a handful of people actually raised an issue and actually said, wait a minute, this is not good.
3: Is that I got 99% love. Now, the Internet's a weird freaking place. There's a lot of mean people and trolls and clickbait people and all of that stuff. 99% of what I got, especially from the public people that I'm associated with, some of the names who I mentioned already, was all love. And by the way, I don't expect everyone who I'm friends with or associated with to have to acknowledge something publicly. A lot of people texted me privately or called me, and that's just fine. You know, Forbes wrote a piece that said that Dave Rubin's audience and allies turn on him and it had a picture literally a picture of me and you on your set no that way. you're sitting on right now it did not even mention you in the article because they were trying to say that my audience was leaving me my friends are leaving me it doesn't mention you in the article i had my best month ever across all platforms last month so they just make it up completely well you know they use um, my
2: face cuz i'm pretty and people click it i realized this <laughs> I swear, I said this to my executive producer. I said, I said, Michael, do you know how many times I've been a, a picture in an article, but then I'm not mentioned at all? And I said, it must be because I have a very clickable face. So I'm going with that it, theory.
3: Candace, you got that million dollar <laughs> smile, and they know it's going to generate clicks. No, that's what you wrote in the tweet. You were like, well, the two of us do look pretty good. Yeah, but look, most of it was love. Look, are there going to be some people? So we, there's two separate issues here in terms of a same sex couple having kids, and then there's the IVF thing. So. So are there going to be some traditional religious conservatives that are not happy with same-sex marriage and same-sex couples having kids? Of course there are. I believe in religious liberty. And as long as your beliefs don't impede on my life and my ability to have a...
1: Look at that. As long as your views don't impede me and my life and my ability to...
3: ...and you know, all that stuff, then I still think we can live in the same country and I would...
1: Yeah, but what kind of a messed up country are you going to be able to live in when this is allowed? As long as it doesn't impede me, as long as it doesn't stop me from doing what I like, use that same logic for any other warped worldview. By the way, this kind of logic is used with regards to abortion. Well, you're you're killing a person. You're harming a person. You're harming two children here, being raised. In this kind of environment. See it all goes back to. Do you believe. That homosexuality is sin. And not just. You know we all sin isn't it. No. In Leviticus. This is put in regard. It's almost. Grouped together with other things. That are contrary to nature. uh, Including bestiality. Crimes. Crimes. Contrary to nature, there is the way we've been designed by God, there is the natural use of things by God, and then there's everything else. And that is why they are a special category of perversion. Doesn't need to be all listed out. These things are especially wicked. Look, yes, we're all sinners, but not every sin is as serious as other sins. All sin is serious, but some sins are worse than others. For example, it is natural for a man to be attracted to a woman, but it is sinful if if a man is having lustful thoughts towards somebody who is not his wife. It is... Natural for a a person to hunger. But it's sinful if that natural desire goes beyond that hunger and say, you know, you do something evil and wrong in in the midst of that. Um, But now we're talking about something that is at its very root, an unnatural thing for us to desire. This is probably the simplest way I could try and explain what is so fundamentally wrong with all of the things under the LGBT plus moniker. And the only thing that the, the, the right seems to be able to agree with itself on now is, oh, well, trans is pretty messed up, isn't it? We seem to have embraced the rest of it. What's the solution? You know, are there going to be traditional Christian people who disagree with what Dave Rubin and this other person he calls his husband, it's not his husband, not at all, one man, one woman for life, that is marriage, that is marriage, it's not possible for a man to marry a man, it's not possible for a woman to marry a woman, it can't happen, regardless of what the state says or anybody else says, you cannot redefine marriage, it is what it is. It is a divine institution brought in before the fall of man. But as long as you're, you know, it's like freedom at all costs, or as long as your freedom doesn't what I want to do, well, then you've got an anarchist society. Then you've got a society without a law. And that's not freedom. Not biblically, anyway. That's the freedom of the enemy. That's what he promises. You should be like God's knowing good and evil. That goes right back to Genesis 3. Both the gospel promotes freedom, but it's freedom from sin and slavery of spiritual Egypt and the house of bondage there. But the other side promises a freedom from all law, and hands you over to your own law, and that is a form of slavery. there's no greater tyrant than your own heart. Where would you draw the line in such a such a logic? Well, as long as your freedom doesn't impinge on my freedom, this is just pure anarchy, pure moral anarchy what are you conserving what are you conserving what will be left what will be left of the family if this is allowed obviously the lord will not allow the 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 family to completely disappear that's not going to happen but what will happen of the family if society embraces this
3: that they can too. You're allowed to believe what you want. Just like you, Candace, I was invited a couple of years ago to speak at Liberty University convocation in front of 14,000 evangelical kids. They know who I am and they gave me a standing ovation. It doesn't mean that they all love me, you know, they all agree with me on everything, but I actually do think most of them love me and, and that's what America is all about. So first off, I expect it.
1: Isn't that astonishing? And evangelicals, Again, this is the danger of putting politics, party political politics, above the
3: gospel. A little pushback just on the religious side. That's one thing. On the IVF side, it's look, it's very, very complex. We can, we can do a deep dive into the science on all of that. And I don't want to share every little bit. You know more privately on, on how difficult it was. And you know there were all sorts of things related to COVID. There were more uh, my fertility doctor told us that he saw more abortion, uh, not sorry, not abortions, he saw more miscarriages um, in the two years of COVID that he had ever seen in his whole career, and they couldn't chalk it up to anything other than general states of stress. So it's not like we had all of these embryos that were viable and that they're going to be aborted and a bunch of other things. We can get into more of that if you want, but I understand that there are some ethical issues around that, I really do, but also... You know, it's funny because now there's this whole abortion conversation and I actually have a lot more firsthand knowledge of the science behind pregnancy because, you know, when you do it through IVF, uh, you know, they put the sperm and the egg together. Not to give you remedial science from eighth grade, but they put the sperm and the egg together. It's not too sperm. Literally, it's not too sperm. I do acknowledge that I am not <laughs> a science. Well, I'm not a biologist, Candace, but I
1: I know what they're referring to. I know the something you do with the Supreme Court there was something that was. Uh, yeah, people will know what I'm talking about, especially in the States. But it's sad that something as serious as this, and Candace Owens is making the light of it, um, of, I know what she's going for. But this is severely dangerous, and just shows when the priorities are all wrong.
3: I'm just repeating what they tell me. Um, But, you know, they put the sperm and the egg together and literally one day later, they can tell you the gender. Mm -hmm. Now, think how fascinating that is, because because you and and George, you're having your second beautiful kid and you don't know the gender for a couple. I don't even know if you know the gender at this point. I'm actually not sure. But but you can't you can't find out a day later. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you do it all through the 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 power of science. They can tell you the gender the day later, and yet we live in a society that will tell you, A, that's not a life, and B, gender doesn't exist. So perhaps my fertility doctor is a complete psychopath. You see,
1: the thing is, it's like, oh, well, we agree with him on this, and he doesn't want to kill the child, etc. and so on, so it's all okay, isn't it? Uh, no. No,
3: it's not. Or... Maybe reality does exist, maybe gender does exist, maybe life does
1: exist.
2: Yeah, it's funny.
3: And
1: how do we know that gender what does that go back to? God created us male and female. It all goes back to God. And if we take God out of the picture, then you can just do whatever you like, because this is the this is the freedom it's really freedom from God you're talking about. If you take it to a... the modern conservative movement is not it almost, again, is what is a concern? what is it protecting? Is, is it even interested, are much of the conservative movement interested in the family anymore? Could you really take people seriously if they've been, yay to this, and then say, well, we, we believe in the family? Really?
3: How? How is that even possible? Beyond that.
2: Yeah, the intersectionality of that is very interesting because the pro abortion lobby is not anti IVF, which, if they, if they, you know, I mean, and the pro, you can pick your own gender people are not screaming outside of abortion, screaming outside of clinics for IVF saying that this is a monstrosity, there's no such thing as gender. I mean, they, they do accept science to a certain limit. So it's interesting to see that they, they don't talk about that. But what I wanted to say was that I remember being on your show. I was first starting out and kind of fleshing out my ideas, and I was very much focused on black America. Um, And I hadn't really gone deeper on other topics because I had sort of realized this lie, and I was kind of growing. And there was so much pressure on me to make a statement about whether I was pro-life or pro-choice, and I had grown up being pro-choice. And I remember on your show saying... I don't have all the information here. I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable saying that I'm pro-life um, until I mean that. And it was similar when this, when you guys had this announcement, there was suddenly this rage where everyone needed to speak out on IVF and speak out on the horrors of the industry. And I said, I don't, I actually know nothing about IVF because I, I, I have a husband. And I, I got pregnant.
1: Okay, fair enough on that point, yeah, if you want to do that kind of thing, but there's certain aspects of this that really don't need extra explanation. I suppose the fact that the conservative movement has so embraced him already, and he is, you know, it has a, it's pretty much capitulated already on the whole so-called same-sex marriage thing. A lot of them have, and they say, well, the, mar- the, the government shouldn't have anything to say on that, and... which is just a libertarian, anarchist answer and a very godless view of the state and not a biblical view of the role of the state at all. Marriage is part of the law of God. The government are to be ministers of God. Again, Romans 13, the the sort of... You know, this is on the conservative side. So we've got to be very careful that we know what we believe. And by the way, what's influencing us? Because if we, and look, I'm not saying don't listen to people, do. But if we're just consuming conservative talking points all the time and we're not spending time in our Bibles, they, this will influence us and we'll start to be like this too within the church. And these views will come into the church, make no mistake about it. We, we, we think, oh, I'm not going to be influenced. Yeah, we do. And I'm not saying be in a bubble and have no idea what's going on around you. That's not what I'm saying either. But spend most of your time with God not conservative commentators because you're going to start acting like them over time.
2: Now, a natural way. So how could I mm-hmm. just say something for the sense of saying, well, I'm a conservative, so I need to speak out against this. And I wanted to people to know that they have the permission to take time to learn about topics, and yes. it frustrates me so much that people can be so like rah rah rah. This is what you have to say because you're a Republican or because you're a conservative. And I had not even
1: look. You also don't have the right to get rah rah and give out about this because you haven't looked into it. And then you're you're inviting somebody on to press them on a topic that you don't even know. You're basically backing them up here. Oh, and do you have even even have a right to have an opinion? Um, this cannot be compared at all. By the way, look, as someone who was, before he was converted, was also pro-choice and all that kind of thing, um, it's not a complicated issue. It's never been a complicated issue. Now, should I have, can you study it more and understand when life begins and all that? Yes, you should. Um... And to understand, you know, that's a baby in the womb. But it, it's a baby. And killing, well, ending a, 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 a life. IVF brings up its own ethical problems people need to be really, really careful about, especially the strain and the stress it can place upon people's families and all this kind of thing. But there should be some things we can be very, very clear about. Two sexually deviant men, supposedly having children, quote-unquote, together, hasn't even been brought up so far. That is the biggest... Red flag. So the conservative movement has to be completely fine with freedom of, oh yeah, do whatever you like in terms of marriage, do whatever you like in terms of children if you want to, do it however you like. Complete anarchy.
2: learned about, I'm now learning more about it because one of my husband's um, closest friends is going through the IVF process. And I spoke to the woman that's involved in this and it's, you know, it's a whole world that could be unpacked and can be debated. And we can debate about the morality behind it. But I did not like that you were kind of being used as a conduit.
1: I don't know what the debate was taking place. I'll be honest, I haven't paid any attention to it. My, my biggest takeaway is this two sexual leaving men in a, in a bombable relationship, having children, that that's going to be called a family, and lots of the conservative side are celebrating that.
2: This big conversation that can be had, you know? So I just wanted to say that. I just thought to myself, you know what? These two babies are already being born. We're pro-life. Celebrate. You could allow to say congratulations. Two babies are going to be born. This is a really strange comment. I mean, could you imagine and say,
1: okay, um, you know, For example, a man commits adultery with another woman. That woman gets pregnant and say, hey, let's celebrate life. Now, okay, that's not the the baby's fault. (laughs) All right. And you do preserve life and everything else like that. But you don't say, yay. You know what I mean? It's a strange response. There's something that's basically sinful and unnatural. It's not these two babies' fault. These two children, these two boys. What they need is a mother and a father. What they need is a family. What they need is something. Dave Rubin and he's this person who's he's living with is to not put their re- redefinition of the family ahead of the the, the well-being of those two boys. It it simply shouldn't be allowed. I don't know what conversations have gone on, really, much. I've already really scanned through a little bit, but I have seen a lot of support, unfortunately, for what Dave Rubin has done
3: on the conservative side. And I just, I I wanted to express that. Well, Candace, I appreciate that. And it's why I love you as a friend. And it's also why you've become a truly incredible broadcaster or communicator or or whatever you consider yourself when you're sitting at that desk, which I know is secondary to you being a mom and a wife, because everyone these days, the second something happens, they wake up. They've never thought about this (laughs) issue. The Iran deal, IVF, literally anything. Ukraine, Russia. Everything. These are people who can't tie their own shoes, who who could not literally like do basic electric work or change a tire. But they suddenly know everything about climate change overnight and that kind of patience and willingness to figure out what do I think? What do I really think and why do I think it? And I might have to do a deep dive on this as you've been doing with vaccines like that.
1: I don't need to do a deep dive on what the family is, mother and the father. A deep dive into this um, the Alfred Kinsey a sexual pervert was one of the, the major influences behind homosexuality even being legalized if we want to go deep dive I've been thinking about this stuff for over 10 years but you don't even have to have done research in Alfred Kinsey and the gay rights movement or anything else. You have to simply know that God has ordained the nuclear family, whatever you want to call it, nuclear family or the biblical family. This is being praised on the, on the right. What can we possibly have in common? I don't even think, with the left, I mean, up until, like, was it 2008, 2009, maybe I'm wrong on the date, but Barack Obama, of all people, was, you know, one man, one woman, in marriage, right? And now, someone who works for the Daily Wire... Conservative media organization, I generally like a lot of the stuff the Daily Wire put out and stuff like that, don't get me wrong, is okay with two sexually even men having a family. And giving out basically about anybody who has an opinion otherwise. You basically, maybe you don't want it to come across that way, but by the way, Ali Stuckey, I don't know what her critique is. She can tie her suit laces in a lot of different ways. Anything I've heard of her, she seems to be quite accurate. She seems to be a Christian from what I from what I've seen. I don't know a ton about her, if I'm being honest. Um, and one of the people, I think she works for the Blaze, or did, or something like that, uh, who actually seems to put forward a Christian worldview. No, again, I might be wrong on that if you get a radio at gmail.com, but anything I've seen has been good. Uh, I'm... The mind boggles with this conversation, really. And how... How to touch it is.
3: Makes you a fully functioning person worthy of listening to. And we don't have many people like that. But again, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm willing to have those conversations. I, I know that, for example, there are a couple people in the building that you're in right now that definitely have some issues, perhaps with me being a parent, let's say. And I think the best thing that I can do as an adult is, you know, you know, David very well, too. You know that we love each other and are trying to build a good life and that, you know, you certainly know that he's going to be a good father.
1: Nope. Let me put this very, very clear. Neither Dave Rubin nor the other guy will be good fathers. Because morality matters. You don't have... Like, there are people who are not Christians... are good fathers and things like that. But not in this... Form of lifestyle. They're involved in sexual perversion... On a daily basis. In an ungodly... Could you call it a union? Promoting that which is against God... By very definition... What's going to be in front of their faces, these two two boys as they're growing up, is rebellion against God. How can you define good? You know you're going to be a good father. A a good father will teach the children the difference between right and wrong. Good values. Which good values? Oh, freedom. Freedom. Basically, the only freedom that is being promoted here is do what thou will, should be the hold of the law. That's, that's Alistair Crowley's kind of mentality. This is not something where, like, well, we can just agree to disagree. As amiable and as likable as Dave Rubin is, he cannot be promoted and the only way you can justify promotion of him and is when you've put your party political politics above God. And that's become an idol then.
3: I'm going to be pretty decent too. And it's like, I think the best way you can win hearts, the proof is in the pudding. Like, a lot of kids grow up in all sorts of horrible situations, abandoned parents, drug addicted, the, the litany goes on and on, abusive. We're going to do our, our damn best to raise two.
1: They are, those two are, that is a dysfunctional, by very definition. Yeah, okay. You say, oh, look, drug addicted. And all. Yeah, that's dysfunctional. That's bad. This is another form of dysfunctional
3: and bad. Good kids in a loving environment. And will that be a little bit different than the purely traditional way of doing it? Absolutely. Do we intend on having all sorts of strong female role models with us along the way? We do. His mom's going to be living with us for a while. His sister, who is a nanny, uh, is going to be living with us for a while. My sister, who lives in Miami a few miles away from us, is due the day after our first with her third. So we're going to have her here and my mom will be around. Like, we're going to do our best. And I think over time... That's hopefully how I'll win some of the people that are skeptical. But if I don't win them and I just live the best life I can, that's okay too.
2: Yeah, and I I think that would be great. I always say we need to have those deeper discussions. I would love to get you, me, Ali Stuckey, Michael.
3: Okay,
1: you want to have these deep discussions, but you've spent the last few minutes just mocking anybody. I know you're talking about certain types, but you've just kind of lumped in. People who disagree with you with people can't tie their shoelaces and all this kind of stuff. It's been pretty poor choice of words over the last few minutes. That's the best way I could describe it.
2: Matt Walsh, you know, people of different perspectives in a room to have an actual conversation instead of the meaningless of screaming on the internet and then doing a hunt to figure out what every single conservative thinks about a topic that they.
1: Screaming on the internet. Sorry, Candace. I mean, seriously. This is hard to take seriously. Candace has basically based a career upon streaming on the internet. I like a lot of stuff she puts out. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's like, it's maybe she's calmed down. I haven't paid much attention. I actually like the, the program she's doing now. It's pretty interesting, pretty good. But, oh boy, could we not? disagree anymore. This is not something. This is not like debating about flavor of ice cream. This is pretty serious what they're doing. By the way this Dave Rubin him claiming to be married to another man is was a serious jumping off point by itself. But the conservative movement has not cared about that kind of stuff for a while. Now it's getting even worse. Now it's involving children.
2: And even think about, you know, throughout their entire conservative career, you know, so it's, it's that yeah. momentary stuff. Thanks for joining me on this segment of Candy.
1: Okay, so there's that clip and we have got another few more minutes left over, I think about 10-15 minutes to possibly look at one more. I might be putting that clip on YouTube, just that clip of me responding to that. And now I'm going to be looking at. I uh, found this clip from. I'm not exactly sure when, but it was from a few months ago. And it's Dave Rubin. Talking about the response with on Glenbeck's program. I'm going to play this clip and respond. To it. So this is uh, Dave Rubin on Glenn Beck's program.
3: Right. Has these what I would argue are often legitimate fears because the left does not stop eating civilization. Correct. And think about what an unfortunate position that puts us in, because then someone like me can make an announcement like this. Then good, decent, thoughtful conservatives, some of faith, maybe some of some not of faith, whatever it is could reach out and say, boy, this, this is what an interesting opportunity, and sure, it's a little different, and, and whatever. All, all the love that, that you and the Blaze guys and everyone else are giving me. And then, and then there's this other part that's legit, which is, Correct. uh-oh, if we move the line, they're going to keep going. And I don't know what the answer to that is. Dave. I honestly don't, because that has nothing to do with me, and how I'm going to live my life.
1: Uh, I'm going to live my life. I, I don't have an answer to that. Where does the line end? Uh, it doesn't do with me. Yes, it does we live such individualistic lives um that we don't really re- we influence people around us by the way and dave rubin has a massive influence on he's had a massive influence on on the conservative movement so we just can't pretend and do you even hear it the massive support of the blade. oh conservative again today a lot of today's conservatism is really the left from a couple of decades ago. And it is... Now, the solution is not like just retreat and don't have any influence or don't have any attempt to reach out to political representatives and all that kind of thing. But we have to be always thinking about the glory of God, in all that we do. And there's no way you can be thinking about the glory of God and be thinking, oh, this is okay. Now, Glenn Beck is a Mormon. He's not a Christian at all. No, unfortunately, Mormons think they're Christians, but they are polytheists. They believe in many gods. They believe if you're a good Mormon, you can... Get your own planet one day, and uh, I've had conversations with Mormons about this,
0: and uh, they were quite shocked I even knew about this. I think, and this is why I wanted to have you on, because I don't have an answer. I am, you know me, I am a deeply religious man, and my religion says man and a woman uh, that is the basic building block of family isn 't
1: that amazing something as basic as this i don 't have an answer why because i 'm friends with a
0: guy and he you know he believes in freedom too yeah Are so we 're probably the clearest church on this because it 's been in mm-hmm. our in our doctrine for two hundred years so we 're v- now this program isn 't really about Polygamy
1: or anything this is the Mormons have ever talked about before, but the Mormons aren't clear on anything, even even their past racism and not allowing blacks to join all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, you know their church has only really existed, their cult really has only really existed about two hundred years. But see, that's another area the, the 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 where people have put political pragmatism above the gospel. Uh, this happened, what was it, 2008 when Mitt Romney, was a, he's a Mormon as well. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's a Mormon as long as he's not the other guy. Um, but the, this has been getting worse over the decades. And the conservative, the so-called conservative movement is really just, it's decaying from the inside, but just not as quickly as the other
0: side. Very clear on that. But that's marriage and relationships, and that's what I believe, but I also am, I also I also know God created you just like he created me. God created
1: Adam and Eve upright, but, but they sought out many inventions, basically. It tells us in Ecclesiastes, it tells us in the Insider the Bible, Adam was created holy, righteous, and just. Now, Adam is also created mutable and he went he fell into sin, as we know from Genesis chapter three. We cannot say, Well, God created me this way. Therefore um, No. God created men from the dust
0: and made right. But men have departed from that. Cause and all, Uh, you know, um, I believe I have a gene, they've never found it, that makes me very susceptible to alcoholism because it runs in my family. So it's crazy. Well, I haven't found it, but yeah. But it runs in my family. The same thing with things that I don't understand. And if we can't have a conversation about things that we don't necessarily understand and probably won't until we get to the other side. Uh, we you don't understand that the two sexually deviant men,
1: a, 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 a so-called union contrary to nature, and them raising children is not harmful on children. Seriously, we won't. We won't understand until they get to the other side, huh? No, we we know this, but we're just... Because we've placed freedom as the most important... And again, it's not biblical freedom. Biblical freedom should be promoted and embraced. Um, The freedom of the modern political movements
0: have to just work it out together and be able to Say, Dave, I I, I I disagree or I don't know um, what the answer is, but I love you. Very classy by Dave Rubin there. Okay, that was...
1: I don't exactly know where that clip was from. This was from a a different video um, that I found. And I was trying to find the original, but I, I failed to find it. But I think... Seems to be a fairly accurate representation of what he said. Um, the, the Glenn Beck podcast is the next clip I'm going to play. This is from episode 144 of the Glenn Beck podcast. Did Elon Musk launch us into a post-woke world. This is 50 and a half minutes into this podcast. And Glenn Beck is interviewing Dave Rubin. We're just going to play this. We're almost finished the program here. So I'm going to play it
0: and respond. I tried to explain this to my daughter when she was in college, and she was being filled by a university who was asking me to help them build a library. Um, they were At the same time, they were holding rallies against me, saying I was a bigot and racist. Yeah. But um, uh, they, uh, the idea of gay marriage, I've never been against, because I just don't think the government has yeah. any place in it, okay? Yes, it does. Again, you can look at it
1: as if, well, it doesn't matter what God says in, in the state. Is that what we're really saying? That is complete anarchy for the most fundamental unit of society, one of the most the, you know, the family, that will unravel and undo a country. Well, you can have any definition then of a
0: family. I'm not going to tell you you can't get married. Don't tell my church that I have to marry. And I'm
3: not going to force you to marry a
1: dude. (laughs) Right. We're good.
0: This is the same type
1: of logic, by the way, that's used in the pro-choice side. But Nobody's forced you to have abortion. And this is the same argument that was used in the left. So again, this is Glenn Beck speaking with Dave Rubin. But there's other people who have
0: supported what Dave Rubin has been doing. We're good. We're good. Um, and I said to my daughter, I said, I agree that gay people can be married, whatever. Government is the issue there. Mm-hmm. But-
1: huh? So they can... But they can't. I mean, it's just garbled nonsense here. Either they can or they can't. And if they can, if you, if you follow logic through, it's isn't it wrong to not have a clear religious reason not to marry somebody? Like, I mean, even a Christian minister could marry two unbelievers. You know, a man and a woman, obviously. Um, now, if if a believer wanted to marry an unbeliever, then we have a problem because that's an unequal yoking, and that's you know the unbeliever should not, or the believer should not marry an unbeliever. That that that's wrong. Now, if you if if you've done that and you've married, well, you you work at that marriage and love your husband or wife, and and as long as they're happy to remain with you and they don't break the covenant and various different things, you remain with that person. And you try to lead them to the Lord as much as you possibly can while loving that person. But I hope this is just one example. There was there was actually another video I was gonna very, very similar, but um it was on a it was on a different group and they were Christians and they were spiritual you know, professing Christians at least. It was a kind of a charismatic movement type thing. And they were all about freedom. And freedom was political freedom and was really about promoting the Republicans and things like that. And this danger is present everywhere. And we've got to know what we believe. And it's important that we think about how we should promote Christian ethics in society. You know, it's not enough that we just say nothing about the abortions. we would try as much as possible to stand up for the rights of the unborn but at the same time also being careful not to compromise and just say hey we want freedom we want freedom and we're gonna go with the pragmatic whatever right of center group is out there at the time no we need to not compromise and not Promote anything that is contrary to God's law, and something as clear as this should be crystal clear for anyone with eyes to see and ears to hear. It's from Paul Flynn. Thank you so much for listening, and may God bless you all.